0: Hello everybody, my name's David, over here I have Tanya Hello That makes this (laughs) cannabinerds
1: Cannabinerds On (laughs) Cannabinews
0: Cannabinews Is it cannabinerds or cannabinerds?
1: I'm going to continue to say cannabinoids. I don't care how anybody else pronounces anything.
0: (laughs) We've had this debate (laughs) going on for a week now. But yeah, it's tomato, tomato. I think cannabinoids sounds better, but you say cannabis or cannabinoids.
1: I say cannabinoids.
0: Cannabinoids. Hence
1: cannabinoids.
0: Cannabinoids. Let I us like, know
1: what you guys think.
0: <laughs> I do like cannabinoids.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little more catchy than cannabin nerds. That sounds dumb.
0: Cannabinoids is kind of hard to roll off the tongue.
1: Yeah, cannabinoids. Let us flows. know what you think, everybody. Yeah, give us your feedback, guys. Send us a message.
0: <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. Surprise me. <laughs> well, fantastic. Uh, short and sweet today. Cannabinoids. <sighs> The DEA wants 3.2 million grams of marijuana grown for research in 2020. This is more than 7,000 pounds of cannabis that will be used in scientific studies investigating the effects of the plant. It's 30% more than 2019's allotment of cannabis used for study, and 2018 increased 40% more... In 2017. The DEA is taking steps to license additional growers for cannabis to be used for research. And the FDA and the National Institute of Health said they support cultivators and scientists to test additional uh, cannabis products from dispensaries.
1: Yeah, this is um, part of the proposal for the DEA's annual quota for the manufacture of controlled substances to provide for the estimated. Medical, scientific, research, and industrial needs of the U.S. um, and lawful export requirements. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) It feels like a Monday. It's a Thursday, guys. For lawful export requirements and the establishment um, and maintenance of reserve stocks.
0: What does that mean?
1: Reserve stocks?
0: No, what you just said. That was really good.
1: Oh. (laughs) So, it's part of the annual quota, basically, of the overall needs of the U.S. So, this is... Um, something that the DA kind of set for everything. So um, research into medical needs, scientific needs, um, industrial needs as far as like um, textiles made from hemp and marijuana.
0: So they're kind of uh, umbrella, umbrella-ing yeah, so everything. so
1: all of these plants are gonna be tested for, you know, used, um, to test for different things um so scientific research in different areas of study if that makes sense
0: no that totally makes sense yeah, so
1: it's not just for one thing it's going to be used for multiple different things
0: oh nice yeah. i was thrown off because i don't have uh, your updates on here mm. on my updates okay. <laughs> it <laughs> oh, threw no. me for a loop i'm, I'm like sorry. whoa no no i was like wow County's on the ball
1: <laughs> sometimes i am guys <laughs>
0: This is great because I believe, we believe that more testing, the better. Uh, As far as cannabis research, that's what we're talking about. Uh, As far as, maybe I should just read this. (laughs) Yeah, the more knowledge is gained, the more testing there is. As well as more, the negative cannabis stigma seems to dissipate with more. Research and study Not only with that, reports, but coming it, like out. Yeah. it makes
1: it safer for us as consumers to actually consume these products that are made from you know cannabis, um, whether it's hemp or marijuana. Um, more testing leads to safer procedures as far as how these products are made and regulations as far as what can be put on the shelves for us.
0: Right. So,
1: yeah, right. definitely great news all around.
0: Right. Let's have. CBD and THC tinctures and products actually say what they actually have in them. That would be great.
1: Yeah. Or like, you know, refine our extraction processes so that there aren't trace amounts of, you know, chemicals stuff behind nastiness. Yes You something.
0: Some chemicals.
1: Point to take away from them here is testing is good. This is good. We're going to be seeing some more hopefully some more updated test results.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we just saw the DEA is like, you know, 40% one year, 30% this year of allotment of uh, legalized grown cannabis for research. So it's, it's getting bigger and bigger every year. Therefore, there's more and more testing, a more broad umbrella of what they're testing, not just consumables, but mm-hmm. textiles and hemp Clothed or hemp. Importing,
1: exporting, all those things. Yeah, there you go. They're setting regulations as far as what we can export um, to different countries as well. So they're going to be researching that.
0: We're just a baby. America's just a baby when it comes to cannabis or uh, hemp research. (laughs) We had the whole dark ages. I'm going to do an episode about that maybe next week.
1: I feel like we're always like a little step behind. As as advanced as we are, we're always like behind in certain areas.
0: Yeah, like. China's been doing it for years, <laughs> millennia. I don't know, millennia is the right word. Is that thousands of years? Yeah. Anything I anytime I hear China, like millennia, because they've been <laughs> around forever and they do everything.
1: <laughs> that's all I hear. It's a little like a gong, gong. <laughs> 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 when I hear China. That's all I think mean, I'm so sorry oh. for this stereotypical comment. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, we just lost
0: <laughs> a lot of our. Uh, Goodbye, China. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. THCV, turning eyes, raising eyebrows, so to speak. Found a lot of good articles this week. Tetrahydra cannabivarian is raising eyebrows as the cannabinoid cannabinoid, is being studied more. (laughs) uh, Studied rodents with nicotine dependence have shown THCV has potent anti-nicotine effects. Seven different rodent models showing nicotine dependence, either with Q-triggered nicotine-seeking behavior, forced abstinence, and self-administered, which I wondered while I was reading them, like, how do they self-administer? <laughs> I have thoughts. <laughs> They're kind of funny. Anyway, uh, they all had anxiety-like behavior, somatic withdrawal signs, and hyper... Algesia, induced by nicotine withdrawal. The conclusion after administering THCV was found that it may have therapeutic potential for treatment and nicotine dependence and addiction. It's also suggested that THCV should be tested for anti-addiction efficacy in a broader range of animal models against other addictive dependencies and eventually humans.
1: Yeah, um, so it was actually found... um to be better than um, coffee as far as um, energy boosts and alertness, uh, alertness boosts. Um, it also has the potential to have weight loss benefits um, as it's believed to be an appetite suppressant. It's one of the minor cannabinoids that are found in either hemp or marijuana, but it does seem to have you know, um, some medicinal value that other cannabinoids
0: might not have,
1: which we find with all of the other cannabinoids they all have different uses and benefits so
0: absolutely in 2016 a human study by jadun ratcliffe concluded thcv could represent a new therapeutic agent in glycemic control in subjects with type 2 diabetes cbdv has been studied as anti-inflammatory anti-convulsant anti-nausea agent and for other potential (laughs) health benefits uh yeah we're not doctors we're not just gonna come right out and say that we're not <laughs> doctors we're not saying thcv or cannabis cures addiction but it is fascinating that part of the stigma of cannabis is another addiction or a gateway to addiction is now showing signs of just the opposite of being a dependent substance as the more studies are going on
1: yeah exactly super exciting um I think that the more research that's done into different types of cannabinoids, the more we're going to find that they have various benefits for us as consumers, as humans. Um, And so my, my thought is if all of these different cannabinoids have all of these various different uses and they all have great medicinal value for us, why do we make isolates? It's a good point. Like why are we why are we separating them from one another? Why don't we just use them all together in a product that doesn't
0: just more you know, medicinal value yeah, all yeah, around. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like why do we extract everything and then put it back together as if it wasn't already put together in the first place? I don't know.
0: Makes you go, huh. Hmm. Things that make you go
1: pondering things. Asking questions.
0: Hmm. I'm trying to take this number three. Oh
1: shoot! I <laughs>
0: my phone. Oh, I, oh, she <laughs> locked her notes.
1: <laughs> Alrighty,
0: I can do it t- if you want.
1: I've got it. All right. So uh, prices are predicted to crash on hemp and CBD products as America grows eight times the amount of hemp that it's able to consume. That to me is crazy. I mean, we got, we've seen this boom, you know, for the past couple of years now, and we have been overgrowing hemp like crazy. Um, We've grown too much. In the U.S., (laughs) we're currently on track for growing 180 million pounds of hemp. Um, If uh, Only 50% of the U.S. consumes CBD. That converts to roughly 22.5 million pounds of hemp that is used for extracted products. And that's only one eighth of the 180 million pounds that we are set to grow and are currently growing. Hemp biomass is used for building materials, um, and it hasn't taken off as much as it could. So taking that into consideration, the U.S. still has a lot of extra hemp. Um, I think that we should look into avenues as far as what we could use this extra hemp for. Um, Textiles is huge. I think that we should definitely look into using hemp as a a renewable resource as far as building materials. Um, I was
0: just about to say renewable.
1: Well, yes, renewable. Yes.
0: <laughs> I wanted to say renewable, but you beat <laughs> I'm me sorry. to it. i sorry.
1: I took the words this time, I wanted guys. to
0: sound smart.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's one of the biggest renewable resources. Um, it takes a fraction of the time to grow as compared to trees.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: Yeah, so. I yeah.
0: think that's great. <laughs> uh, this does present some problems straight from the source to farmers uh, as you know we have a lot of hemp growing means prices on isolates or tinctures whole plant products they're going to go down cuz there's such an abundance in that you can trace that all the way back to the farmers uh we're actually planning on going to a farm oh
1: mm, yeah stay
0: tuned absolutely mm-hmm. it's going to be great uh but we'll have we'll go into more details about that later but um Some problems that this can present straight from the article we have in the show notes is legalization occurs suddenly, one, two, prices spike due to immediate increase of demand and limited supply, three, farms raise capital and universally increase production based on inflated prices, and uh, due to the seasonality of farming no one knows how much other farms are producing unfortunately everyone ramped up production at the same time (laughs) so the harvest occurs we have a lot of hemp prices crash and uh farms farmers just kind of have to change their game of how they do things we saw that in oregon a little bit uh with the marijuana industry Prices went down. Some farms went out of business. It took about two to three years for everything to level out. Uh, It's just the way the economics work about it. And like I said, there's a link in the show notes if you want to dive into that a little bit deeper to find out exactly what happened Mm -hmm. as far as the two to three year leveling out that occurs.
1: What can you guys do to help this problem? You can increase awareness of CBD products to your friends and family. Um, you know, post about it on social media, bring more awareness to your community as a whole. Um, you can also start buying more hemp textiles, um, hemp clothing, hemp paper. Um, hemp
0: paper is a good one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it saves so many trees a year. So if we start using more hemp products, then we can actually use up this extra hemp we've grown, guys. <laughs> That's what we can do as consumers.
0: That was good. That yeah. was good. Good job, Donia. I try. <laughs> I'm I do it. I'm I can. impressed this morning. You're oh, on your game. Now <laughs> I came in here and I felt like I was just uh-oh. <laughs> What's gonna happen?
1: <laughs> you never know. I mean, they're like half asleep, like literally, like laying on the table, or, <laughs> or I'm all right. I'm half decent.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. You're doing yeah. a great job.
1: I'm paper guys Good look job. into it.
0: <laughs> all right, we've said this before. We'll say it again. Lung conditions spread as vaping continues.
1: This to me is terrifying. You know how many people vape? Practically everyone I know. <laughs> like oof.
0: <laughs> the Center for Disease Control, the CDC, says stop vaping due to vaping lung conditions spread. While they are investigating the cause, over 450 people are thought to have a lung related are thought to have lung related issues. While five have been reported dead. I was looking again this morning. It seems to be six now.
1: Oh, my lanta, people.
0: Ranging in the age of 18 to 35, the symptoms that these patients are experiencing uh, are being short of breath, having some GI or gastrointestinal symptoms that cause nausea, vomiting, and fevers. Oh, gosh. <sighs> uh, patients underwent evaluation, and after the clinical evaluation, uh, they found a certain type of pneumonia that was non-infectious. It's called lipoid pneumonia did i say that right
1: your guess is as good as mine
0: (laughs) yes basically lipoid pneumonia can occur when either oils or lipid containing substances enter the lungs saw a picture of it and it was kind of interesting the cells basically fatty uh oily substances covering the cells which kind of prevents the lungs the cells around the lungs to actually take in oxygen Um, People who do vape products should monitor themselves for symptoms, like what I just said, coughing, shortness of breath, chest pain, nausea, vomiting, or others, promptly seek medical attention for any health concerns. Regardless of ongoing investigation, people who use vaping products should not buy these products off the street and should not modify products or add any substances that are not intended by the manufacturer. We've said it. We'll say it again. Just do your homework.
1: Do your homework. Yeah, patients that are being treated for this um, with mild cases, um, you know, include oxygen, just giving them extra oxygen, making sure that they're hydrated. Um, More severe cases are being treated with anti-inflammatory steroids, um, with mild cases often improving between five to seven days after treatment. More severe cases can take up to weeks to recover. The most severe cases are admitted to the intensive care unit, and some have actually required life support. So this is really serious, guys. We've had deaths occur from this, as with everything, you know, I'm sure. (laughs) But um, we're seeing more and more of these cases pop up um, around the country. So
0: It's kind of funny. I was looking at uh, Reddit. I always look on Reddit. I always have to bring that in. It sounds like I'm just on my phone all the time. He's an op. <laughs> an OP. <laughs> but uh, the opioid crisis has something—60 million deaths a year. Uh, obviously, tobacco usage, smoking tobacco—that's hundreds of millions of deaths a year. <laughs> Then we have six deaths, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Well, that's just the beginning because vaping is yeah. a very new thing. You it know, is. C- cigarettes have been around for you know decades. Yeah, people smoke well until opioids. they're
0: eighty, 80, 90, hundred, mm-hmm. you ever but, see those people that are you know live past a hundred, and they're like, "I've had." Uh, a like, beer
1: a day. <laughs>
0: yeah, like three glasses of whiskey a day and three packs of smokes, and I'm doing great. You're like, what?
1: <laughs> exactly. But when you think about how recent vaping has come into the picture and how suddenly we have all of these illnesses, it's kind of it's kind of scary, you know, because it took uh, quite a while for lung cancer to happen after. Cigarettes became out and all that. Cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I mean vaping has been around for only a few years.
0: I think of SpongeBob. Yeah. Cigarettes. <laughs> Do you remember that episode? No, I don't.
1: Oh. <laughs> I remember the chocolates episode where he. Oh, maybe like that's that. what it was. Chocolates. Yeah. It sounds like she's a smoker in that video. So maybe, maybe that's. It's, it's been it over so a was. decade <laughs> since I saw it. So
0: some things have might have. Anyway. Man. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for listening, guys. Yes, thank you for being here with us. Short (laughs) and sweet. just want to give out a shout-out to TheHempJar.com for sponsoring us. If you go to their website, website, you can get 10% off your first order, typing in the code CANNABINERDS10. Yeah,
1: that goes back to the whole hemp plant product that I was referring to
0: earlier yeah absolutely if you want to know more about that whole hemp product just head on over to the hempjar.com there's plenty of articles there to enlighten about the whole hemp plant and like uh, like i don't know if he's
1: going with this i can't i can't get in
0: brain fart oh my gosh maybe we should start there's articles starting starting later in the day. And- <laughs>
1: Products, products, that go. was okay. a like
0: products. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fantastic. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll see you next Monday.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>